0: Hello! 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 Welcome to Three Stooges Throwback, the comprehensive, encyclopedic compendium of all things Three Stooges. From woman-haters to sappy bullfighters, from curly to Shemp, and even to Joe. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and I'm looking at all 190 shorts produced for Columbia Pictures by the Three Stooges comedy team. casting from the lonely studio the podcast is back the three stooges throwback podcast that is with your host me gabriel russo this week we have a real treat it's the 21st short it's dizzy doctors so dizzy doctors was filmed december 9th through the 12th 1936 it was the last one shot in uh, 36 and it was released march 19th 1937 That's two months since uh, the last short, which was released in January. Uh, Grips, Grunts, and Groans. This one's got a runtime of 1741. I watched this, like all the other ones, or most of the other ones at least, on dailymotion.com, as usual. Um, And I have scoured the internet by way of Three Stooges.net, IMDb, and uh, Wikipedia. As well as using mine own eyes and thoughts to shed some light whatever to talk about these episodes, these shorts, while I'm talking about it, I noticed that three stooges dot net has uh made a few changes to their site. They've added a few uh little bits of trivia about each person or not each person, but uh, throughout there's there's you know they're not everywhere but yeah, little bits of little factoids about various recurring actors and whatnot, which I thought was great. That's a great website, uh, Three Stooges dot net. I mean, they they have if you're a fan of the Stooges, they have everything you could possibly need. So check them out. So this one's uh, Curly, Larry, and Mo. Obviously, we're in that era. It's produced by Jules White and directed by Dell Lord. He pops up again here. Remember, if you remember, he was the driver of the Keystone Cops and uh, had a career, you know, going. And then Max Sennett Studios closed and he ended up selling cars. And that's when uh, Jules White ran into him on the car lot and uh, hired him to be a director for Columbia. And so turned it around. <laughs> this one's got the screenplay by Al Ray. He directed 76 films between um, 1920 and 1939, and he was in 18 films, Silent Era, between 1915 and 1922, Al Ray. This one, is the story, uh, sees the story, is by Charlie Melson. He's only got eight credits, a couple of Laurel and Hardy's, and a couple of Joe E. Brown. I guess he was a comedian back then. I had never heard of him. He was also in another Stooges short, Playing the Ponies. So we open on the boys sleeping here. (laughs) Typical. It's their trademark snoring. You know, three in a bed. You know, each one snoring. Uh, At 11 o'clock, the alarm goes off, 11 a.m. And they uh, force Curly to make breakfast for them, as usual. They say, our wives can't work and make breakfast at the same time, so it's you. (laughs) So, Curly gets a loaf of bread, and he's cutting it up or ripping it up, and they get up. Mo and Larry, they're eating their bread, and I mean, they are stuffing bread like they've never eaten before. And so, Curly, he's slicing something with, with a knife, and Mo looks at him and says, what's that? And he says, bread and cheese. And, uh... Moe sniffs it, and the cheese is soap, actually. He said, that's soap. Curly says, I thought it tasted strong. (laughs) But he keeps eating it. (laughs) Weird little bit where the alarm goes off again, and uh, they jump back in bed. I thought that was odd. So then in walk the wives. So it's like they're pretending, like they wanted to get up before their wives saw them, but then the alarm goes off to to alert them that their wives are going to be there any second and that they should get back in bed. I thought the whole thing was a little... Odd, but anyhow. So, any uh, in walk the wives, and they uh, they say, "Oh my God, these loafers! They must have sleeping sickness," you know. And the one uh, goes over and throws a the pan of water. You know, they have a pan of water sitting there to to rinse their faces and whatnot in the morning. So she dumps the water over them, but the boys just sleep right through it. Anyway, the one so the one ends up ringing the dinner bell, and up to, uh, they they all jump up. And uh, Moe's Wife is played by June Gittleson. She was the big girl in uh, in False Alarms. I want a boyfriend. She was also in Woman Haters. She was in 70 films, including King Kong, the original, I would assume. What's that, 1938, I think? Fay Lou, uh Larry's Wife is played by Blanche Payson, She's a great big tall lady. She did eight stewed shorts. She is often miscredited as the first policewoman, but she was actually a special officer. She was specially commissioned as a lady policeman in 1915 at the Toyland exhibit, the Panama Expo in San Francisco. There were pictures of her online in her police uniform. So, she's not actually the first police woman. She was a special officer to this one, essentially doing security. Max Sennett gave her her start, and she was in 160 films between 1916 and 1946. She was six foot two. So, yeah, compared to Larry, who's probably, you know, five foot four. (laughs) Then Curly's wife is played by Ione Leslie. This was her only stooge work. Actually, it's not only her only stooge work; it's her only credit. I could find nothing else online, nothing on IMDb or in any of my slight research. <laughs> so, the uh, the wives show uh, the boys an ad, a newspaper ad for a job. They say, "Have you looked for? Have you even looked for a job?" And the boys say, "Well, we looked one day last year, and there weren't any." <laughs> so they read that uh, Brito needs salesmen. And they say essentially you go get that job, or you get it, or we get a divorce. So they unzip their pajamas down to the you know neck all the way down, and they're already wearing nice suits underneath. It's kind of a funny little bit. So we cut to the Brighto Medical Company. Brighto brightens old bodies is their uh, motto. Doctor Brighto here is played by Horace Murphy. He did 120 films between 31 and 53. He was a band leader, and he played, um, I think it was when he was 11. No, he was 6 when he started playing the cornet. And uh, by the time he was 17, I believe, he was the band leader. Then he was in a whole bunch of westerns, it looked like, mostly westerns. The secretary is played by Betty McMahon. She did Three Stooges uh, shorts. He says that he is advertised in every paper in town. And he has had no responses. <laughs> How many newspapers are there in one town? I mean, you know, both generously. So, uh, she says since prosperity is back, everybody's working. Nobody's looking for a job. But the boys um, come walking in. A funny little scene with Brido in there. Dr. Brido. Um, He asks... Um, have you ever sold anything you know and they say have we have we ever have we ever sold anything boy uh have we ever sold anything well have we ever sold anything you know but they they end up getting the jobs and uh they destroy the display of brighto on the way out and they run down the street screaming brighto brighto all right brighto they don't even know what it is or what it does or anything but they decide that it's a cleaner and then they separate to go sell as much Brido as they can. You know, it's a cleaner from the Brido Medical Company. So Curly says, uh, he walks up to somebody who's leaned into their car. He says, hey, mister, can I rub this on your body? Meaning the car. And this giant lady turns around and she says, try it and I'll punch you in the jaw. <laughs> and so um, that lady is um, Louise Carver. She debuted in 1908 in Macbeth. She was a stage and screen star with many, many credits to her name. Mo is giving a shoe shine to this uh, big dude. He says, "Remember the name, Brighto. It's gonna be. It's you. You'll never forget Brighto. Oh boy, you for you remember this." And uh, Mo, you know, he's shoe shine. He's shining the guy's shoe with it, and uh, it's just it eats right through the shoe and it's destroyed. Mo runs off. Larry is uh, standing against a wooden fence and there's a hole in the fence and he's got his leg put through it so it looks like he's got just one leg i don't know why he's standing that awkwardly but uh a policeman comes walking up that's bud Jameson. he's going to stop him from selling you know without a permit or whatever but he says oh oh i didn't notice you uh anyway a dog starts pulling on his leg and uh he uh to distract him you know he starts saying oh you let me clean this smudge off your uniform here officer and he he puts it, you know, he uses the Brido, but uh, it eats through the uniform. And now, and then he runs off. So now Larry's being chased by the cop. He fires his gun up in the air and a, and, a, and it shoots a light bulb or one of, a, you know, a light post. And the light falls on his head. Curly is hitchhiking a ride. A guy stops, pulls a U-turn and drives like across the block. And Curly says, this is as far as I go. Get out or let me get out. Curly And the guy gets mad at him, like, what are you doing, you know, and uh, he drives off. Curly does that machine gun where he flops his hat digga, 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 on the top of his head and points his fingers like he's machine gunning him down as he drives off. Meanwhile, Vernon Dent pulls up in his brand new car and they say, hey, can we wax your car? He says, no, I just had it done. And Mo says, well, they did a bad job. <laughs> he just walks away goes into an office building, and Larry says, let's wax it anyway and surprise him. Let's wax it anyway and surprise him. Curly says, when we're done, he won't even recognize his car. <laughs> and so they start pouring this brighto all over, and it's taking the paint off the car. It's just wrecking it. He comes back and sees what they're doing. You know, he calls the police. He's freaking out. So they run. They run into a pie delivery man who's just come out of his car out of his van and uh then is just covered in in uh cream pies (laughs) so back to Brito here they say uh they find out that it's medicine he says it's medicine you idiots and uh they say give us another chance and he says yes all right I'll give you another chance he says all three of us this guy says yes all three of you he says oh great that's three more chances And uh, they grab some more Brito, and then they destroy his display on the way out again, running, just crashing. They just crash through it. (laughs) So now Dent and uh, Jameson, Vernon Dent and Bud Jameson, see them and chase them down the street. Quick, get in this truck! And so they get in this truck, and it turns out that it's an ambulance, and it's on its way to the hospital. They pull up to the hospital and Mo says, oh, the hospital, there's got to be lots of sick people in there. It's the perfect place to sell medicine. So the students get on a gurney in the hospital and they're riding it around up and down the halls. You know, they speed up the the film and boom, they crash into this guy in a wheelchair and they're blaming him and browbeating him. What are you doing? You got to, you know, in the way, you know, I can't believe, you know, not better look where you're going, all that type of stuff loudspeaker goes off calling dr jones and the stooges run off there's a nurse at at her desk and uh she walks off and the phone rings and curly answers says inflammation He wanted he wanted to know about inflammation and mo says well hang up tell him to call inflammation what does he think this is instead of information inflammation so <laughs> so they sit down at the loudspeaker mo and uh, mo does and uh there's three skulls on the desk, and he tones them. I thought it was going to be like NBC, but it wasn't quite. But Mo says, uh, you know, he's pretending to. he's on the radio now, but he says, this broadcast is brought to you by Brighto. Everyone in the hospital is looking at the, at you know, at the speakers, like looking up, like what? So meanwhile, they find a guy who has been sleeping for 87 days. And they open his mouth and pour some Brite-O down. He wakes up immediately. He's mad. He says, "I was going for Rip Van Winkle's record." So they grab a big mallet and whack him on the head. And then they put a do not disturb sign on him. <laughs> and they walk over to the next guy and he said, "What's wrong with him?" And the nurse says, "He's got dandruff." Uh, so they start rubbing. They pour some Brite-O on his head and they're rubbing it in. He goes bald, and you know. The Stooges and he ends up with a a, a uh, handful of the guy's hair. <laughs> so they figure, you know, we'll go to the ball. They're walking down the hall and they see the boss's office, the superintendent or whatever of the hospital. He says, "We'll go in there and sell the whole stock, prob- probably, you know." But the boss is Vernon Dent. I think last episode I kept calling him Harvey Dent, which is uh, Two Face from Batman. It's kind of funny. But anyway, the boss is Vernon Dent in here and uh he chases them away. They have a big gurney chase. <laughs> they are uh they, they bust out the front door and they're going down the street, they pull out a blanket and um the, to act as a sail which causes a wreck, flip they flip a truck, and then they end up crashing through the window of their own house and land in their own bed where they immediately fall asleep. And that is the end. (laughs) So this one has a bit of mystery to it. As the wives, the three stooges, the wives in the beginning were recast. There were still still images for the short with Gittleson, Ava Murray and Elaine Waters originally as the wives. But uh, Murray and Waters were replaced by Payson and Leslie, like I mentioned earlier. Elaine Waters was still in the short as a nurse, but she was recast from, you know, and dropped down from from one of the wives to just a bit part as a nurse, which there was no reason for it online. I couldn't find anything. I found that that was one of the trivia questions associated with this episode, Um, but there was nothing to say why that happened. So the sailing footage uh, when they're on the gurney with the blanket as a sail that is reused in From Nurse to Worse in 1940. This is the first of shorts, three shorts with Dizzy in the title, meaning, you know, Dizzy, this is Dizzy Doctors. Then there's Dizzy Pilots and Dizzy Detectives. Solomon Horowitz is back again in this one. Uh, he's their father, the Stooges' father, Moan Mo and Curly, at least. He's behind the wrecked car in the scene. Mo said in an interview that uh, their father was a ham and that they would always put him in roles when he was in town or visiting the set. This short gets a 9.5 on Three net, and I think that's a great, uh, that's a great, that's right on votes. Uh, this is a great short, I thought. There's some clever wordplay in this one, there's uh, classic gags. You know, are we? Are we? Are we good salesmen? The classic antics of the chase scene, and all the you know all the physical comedy that the Stooges are known for. Typically, I like when they are uh, they're running away. They're running away from, uh, and uh, Mo and Larry turn and go down the hallway one way, and Curly goes left. They call after him. They're like, "Hurry up! Hurry up!" And Curly turns and comes back across the camera. You know, um, across the view. And he's just strolling back, you know, to the right, from left to right. I thought that was funny. It's um, the way he walks in that scene, I thought was really funny. So, the hospital set is the same, it's reused. This is the same as Men in Black. And um, that's about it for factoids. So, I think that's going to do it for this episode. This was a fun one. I enjoyed this short very much, it was great. This was a great paced short. Just moves right along and uh, from one, you know, funny bit to another, basically. So thanks for listening. You can please rate and review the show if you like it. If you don't like it, please just, um, you know, you don't have to bother. (laughs) So but if you like it, rate and review it, please. You can contact me at podomatic.com or through the Facebook podcast page of Three Stooges Throwback Podcast. This comes out from, originates from anchor.fm, which is a great place to make podcasts from. Easy to monetize, and it's totally free. Podomatic.com is also where I host this from as well. I got kind of coming out from two places, just so I can, I have to read two sets, two different sets of uh, analytics. Which is fun. Um, Anyway, thanks again. And once again, from the lonely studio and for Three Stooges Throwback, I'm Gabriel Russo. Join me next time. Bye.